Hey, hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. It's back. The podcast is back once again. Um, it's like it never went away. And it, and it didn't go away. So, yeah, I'm just in the car. I'm waiting to drop it in to get a tyre replaced. I've got about 20 minutes to kill, I guess. So I thought... More like half an hour, 25 minutes to to, to do away with. So I'm just kind of parked around the corner from the garage and I just thought, turn on the recording and see what we've got. Um, Yeah, it's um, what's been happening. What's been happening? Um, Been listening to some audiobooks. Um, kind of away from the construction things, but kind of linked as well. I don't think there's nothing much to say about them, really. I'm listening to one at the moment, which is about um, fundamentalist Mormons, um, and then I listened to one just before then, which was about a guy who thought he was the new Jesus, basically, but was he'd come out of a Mormon, a Mormon thing as well. It was one of these two books I'd found, they had quite similar covers, so I was like, oh, I wonder if they're linked. I'm not sure if they are um, fully, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, maybe there is something to be said about it. Um, yeah, I'd say I've been um, thinking about or looking at Mormony things. Um, I don't know if I said I got my Book of Mormon through the post. Thank you very much to um, the Book of Mormon without missionaries for that. I didn't want any anyone coming to the door to chat to me. So that's good. Thank you very much. Um, I've not really had luck, to be honest, yet. Like, much. I had a little flick. Um... I think it is bonkers. I think it is bonkers. But, you know, I'm kind of interested in a way. The, the, the one I'm just listening to now is it's kind of going into all the... Um, how the, the fact that Joseph Smith, who founded Mormonism, was a bit of a wrong one. Um, but, you know, there's two sides to every story, isn't there, I suppose? Um... And a lot of people believe it. It's, it's a weird thing. We watched a documentary as well about about Mormonism. It was, it was about this link to this book that I'm just reading now. It's about um, fundamentalist Mormons and some of the crazy shit that they're picking up to with um, plural marriage and marriage to minors as well. Um, so a bit crazy, but um, I think like the control that people gain over people is significant. Um, it's kind of comparing these two stories in a way. Um, on one hand, the control is kind of, you know, widespread and, you know, a lot of people are coming into it and you kind of think, well, maybe there's something to it, that people are resonating, I mean, I don't know enough about Mormonism at this point, um, but, you know, maybe it's, it's, it's kind of, 
I mean, this is going to be pretty wrong, I think, but I kind of view it in the same way as, I think, um, I think, I think that it's doing a similar job, <laughs> it's doing a similar job to Islam, in that, um, I think Islam is trying to correct, sort of, what they deem heresies of the Christian and Jewish faiths, um, and it's through their prophet, and I think Mormonism's kind of taken a similar thing. It's kind of like this is like this is what actually this is the actual truth um, about the Old Testament and the New Testament about Jesus and all this kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, the one I listened to the same one it was about um, this girl who was kidnapped by a. Um, a guy who had kind of split off from the Mormon church. He thought he was um, the new Jesus. And, you know, he was kind of preaching his message on the street and he tried to get, get people to come in. And, and like he, So far, the only person who joined his church was his wife. And then he'd gone and kidnapped this girl who was going to be his next wife. And um, Elizabeth Smart, that's the girl's name. I think it was a big story, so you can find out more about that just by searching her, I think. Um, I can't remember the name of the book. Hidden in Plain Sight, I think it was called. Um, and it's kind of... Yeah, that was also a story about control, but also a less um, nuanced control, I guess. It's a more um, forced control, like, about kidnapping someone, um, rather than just brainwashing them in, by, you know, as she was brainwashed as well, but, you know, sort of, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing, I guess, when you think about how that compares to other religions, maybe, um, you know, we discussed previously, we don't know the truth about what's going on, necessarily. We don't know what, we don't know what the true religion is, do we? We've, none of us have really got it right, probably. That's what we've kind of discussed. No one fully knows the full truth. This is what we know. This is the one thing we can be sure of, that... We don't know everything. This is a continuing thing that we come back to. But to know something... Um, that's the thing, isn't it? To know something... And... Often that something is treated as everything. Um, rather than just, this is something... Which is obvious. But worth saying, maybe. I don't know, this is... <laughs> uh, it's an unplanned one. It's an unplanned one, this one. But yeah. Is it? People will do what they want, won't they? People get ideas in their mind. And believe them to be true. Like, I don't know if everyone who part of these crazy factions of religion like think that they're doing harm and I don't know any Mormons personally 
but I think they're probably good people who are trying to do their best and working with the understandings that they have. And um, wow, it's really hot today. Just open the uh, window there. Uh, yeah. Open the window maybe as well. Just get some air in. You know, people are doing... You know, working with the understandings they have. And I don't... We can't speak for... Joseph Smith. Or the Prophet Muhammad, or... The writers of the New Testament, for that matter. Or any writers of the, the Bible. You don't know... What's going on in those situations? How much of it is full revelation of God? How much of it is humanity of a person? I think that's something I'm aware of. Definitely. Um, but I guess it's interesting that people don't question it maybe that's the point I think maybe I've without knowing I've learnt to sort of question these things like for a while now um, just to sort of think out loud about things and more, or just think through things a bit and not just accept it like I don't know if this goes back to when I was like like much younger sort of thinking about faith and stuff like that I'm trying to think now like I've always been a thinker this is it I've always tried to process things I guess in a in a way not in a very methodical way I suppose or you know like some people are very logic based and you know, I've still maintained my faith for however long, but at the same time, I've held a critical mind. I guess that's what it comes down to. And some people don't, you know, just thinking about these Mormon books and documentaries I've listened to and watched recently. Um, you know, there's a lot kind of going on. To fly, um, there's different people reacting in different ways. I think some people just blindly believe and follow, and you know, maybe they are brainwashed or they've allowed, they allow themselves to be brainwashed and don't question anything and just accept without questioning that's like one side and then there's people who are kind of coerced into staying with the community to coerced into believing what they are meant to believe um you know like this girl who was kidnapped i suppose maybe that was well no maybe that's the last plane force we'll get to that one it's like the people 
within these communities who say, well, if you leave, then you will never speak to your families again and all this, that and the other. Scientology, that's the other one. <laughs> I listened to a book about that as well. Um, and it, again, it's the same sort of thing, really. The same sort of thing. And it's just kind of weird. Um, just the need for people to control and I guess luckily we don't see that so much like you know these examples are kind of extremes these stories are perhaps extreme examples and that's why they're sensational and in books and you know you kind of listen to them and go oh my word but you know is it much different from your average church. Um, you know, little things. I remember in the church we used to go to, at a time of ministry at the end, um, I had my eyes open, even though like the, the pastor was like, let's close your eyes and we just want some time of response and, you know, raise your hand if such and such. And I was in the, like, near the back and I could see where, like, you could see everyone and, you know, he was sort of saying, okay, yeah, this, that's good, there's this, some this stuff happening over here and thank you for, yeah, thank you, raise your hand, thank you. And, you know, it was just kind of like, knowingly or not, it was kind of a, a manipulation that, that those things weren't happening but he was saying that sort of to encourage people I think once you hear that people are doing that then um, the people that once you hear that people are engaging with something then you kind of lower your barrier and I know this because I know previously he tried it was like yeah it was weird He'd gone away for a little while, like a week or so, to like a meeting or a conference or something, and come back, and this was a new thing, because previously when he'd done that, um, he'd be sort of saying, no, okay, no, no one's responding, but that's okay, we'll just take the time to just settle here and stuff, and it was kind of, there was a peace in that, sort of just, we'll let people do what they want, and maybe there isn't anything happening for people today and whatever. All of a sudden, like a couple of weeks later, it was into this coercive sort of like, oh yeah, this is happening over here, and you know, and it kind of felt like someone had said to him in a conversation, sort of like, well, you know, you can try this, and you know, it is a manipulation. That is a manipulation, but you know, at the same time, did he see it as that? Or was he just seeing it as like, well, you know, sometimes people need a bit of encouragement and people can feel self-conscious and, um, you know. And I know this is like the other end of like sort of persuading people into doing things that they don't want to do for the sake of religion, but it's kind of, um, I think it's on the same page really. And it's not, not really on. <laughs> it's not... Not very polite. Um, and so you get that side of things 
you know, just subtle sort of things that keep you in. Um, and then, yeah, the last one, I guess, is people who are just in it for survival. Toe the party line, they'll just accept, and that can be as extreme as being kidnapped, so you, you know, agree to everything so that your captors don't bother you or do whatever to you or, you know, you keep them happy and, you know, protecting yourself. Or it can be, you know, to the other end of that where you're just, like, agreeing with the community just so you can remain part of that community. Um, and I think that's probably something a lot of people do. You know, the church that we... We have pretty much left it now. <laughs> we pretty much left it. Um, that church, though, I mean, there's people there who I know didn't agree with the the teaching of the church. Um, but they sort of put on this, this air of, oh, yes, we're part of the church, and they adopt the sort of persona that, you know, seemed to fit with the church vibe, but then privately you'd hear stories about them like, oh yeah, no, this person was not bad stuff, but just like, you know, oh, actually look like normal and like you know, it's just kind of it's a, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because there's a call for people to be true to themselves to keep it real that's the call. Um, often. And we rarely do. Belonging means so much. Belonging means a lot. And it's hard to keep it real and be yourself if it means that... You know, if, either if you're being controlled or you are um, feeling you have to go along the party line or whatever, whichever way it is, it's hard for you to be who you are and embrace what you feel to be true. And I guess a lot of religions say that, you know, that isn't the point. You know, you might not understand something, but to fully embrace that, um, that's what it means to be, you know, to have faith or to believe, you know, don't question things. And I've been told that, don't question things too much. And I think it, it makes for an easier life, certainly, but I don't think it's the answer. I do not think it's the answer, so, yeah, interesting, and I don't know if, yeah, I don't know what it is to that, if you're looking at the other side, then, you know, even those leaders are probably have pressures to do what they're told, and to 
just sort of direct their church in a certain way. And there's someone at the top who probably doesn't have an idea of what's going on really. Maybe, and they're just making decisions without really thinking about the reality of a situation or, you know, what people are thinking or, you know, that there's a, a real world impact on real people and stuff. And I guess you don't always think, if you're that high up, you don't think, and if you're that low down, maybe you don't think about high up things, you know, does that make any sense? Maybe, I don't know. Anyway, back on the road. At the garage now, just pulling in. We um, had a burst tyre, that's what happened there. Simple as, burst tyre. But now we're here. I've got to sort shit out. So I'm going to do that. I'll call it a day, I think. This is a really short one. But it is what it is. Okay, see you later. Bye.